You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Sunday Q&A on a Saturday. Uh, I've got a removal tomorrow morning. I've got to be in Soho at 7 o'clock, which is... I'm not really looking forward to it, but hey, it's kind of it's kind of a mate. So um, yeah, so we got to do that removal, and then we're over to Serbian to pick up a sofa, and then dropping off somewhere near Hatfield, which at least won't be far from home. Um, I had two pallets this morning, which was cool. Um, again, I've said to people about working on Saturdays before, and I was going to do a video about this, and then kind of it wasn't enough there to talk about really. The thing about Saturdays is there ain't a lot of jobs on a Saturday. You can get them, mainly airport jobs. Uh, be wise about the money you quote because there's a good chance you won't get a return load because there's probably only about a tenth of the jobs on a Saturday and Sunday on a bank holidays that you'd find on a normal day. But you can get them. And this one was a friend of mine, a guy I know very well. He rung me up and he's, he's no no distance at all to pick up. Um, in fact, he works on the same site I do. And it was two pallets, one to High Wycombe and one to Milton Keynes. So we're talking about 80 miles in total. Um, you wanna, and I was done by 11 o'clock. So that's kind of cool. When I look back at the, you know, I stand on Holloway Road all day trying to take that sort of money. So very grateful. Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, so Sunday Q&A on a Saturday. Sorry if it scares you. You don't have to watch it till tomorrow morning. If it bangs up, watch it tomorrow. Anyway, right, what we got this week? Um, starting with Martin Claudio and... Um, yeah, a couple of questions here. Do you charge the same price per mile as you do for distance? You know, say if it's 20 miles, would you charge the same money as you charge for 150 miles? And there was another question, I haven't written your name down, I do beg your pardon, how do you price multi-drops? Right, there's a video on this. I've done this. Just scroll down, you'll find it. But just a quick one, obviously no, because if the job's only going three miles, you ain't going to charge them three quid, because you've still got the aggravation. A lot of aggravation on the jobs is finding the pickup point, getting on board, and finding the delivery point and getting it off. Of a three-hour job, the, the, the beginning and the end can take, can take an hour. You could do two, of a three-hour job, you could spend two hours. You could you do an hour driving and two hours picking up and driving, so that doesn't make no sense. Um, yeah, so you need a minimum charge, really. Um, and I recommend a minimum charge. Oh, we used to say minimum charge on a small van is £25, but we found a lot of people were doing jobs at 25 quid, and it just doesn't work out economically. It's not a good way for us to run ourselves. So um, we're trying to, yeah, I would say more, but that doesn't mean you're going to win it. The problem is a lot of people will quote the cheaper price. They're not doing themselves any favours, we don't think. Uh, one quick one also. There's a few jobs on there. You'll see them at the bottom. Multi-drops. And it'll be like, there's multi-drops and multi-drops. 
where I, I do a multi-drop that's about seven or eight drops in one hit, loaded seven or eight drops in one hit, that's a good multi-drop, I get reasonably well, I get, I get well paid for it, I'm happy. You get, you'll get ones on there that are 70, 80, 90 drops and stuff like that. These are kind of your Amazon delivery things. These, I personally think, need to be avoided. Uh, sometimes they'll give you a set price for the day. I'm not saying you should do them, you shouldn't do them, but if you pick them up, I try it once. It might work out for you, but I thought the more drops you've got, the more aggravation you've got, and at the end of the day, I find you end up doing like drops for like a pound, 90p, if you're lucky, two pound a drop, and it just it's just a part of aggravation. You can't find the place, and then if it fails, or if you drop it, and then the customer complains, they can find you. I think... I, I think it's a very hard way to work, personally. I'm not telling you again, you, as you know, with all this is just my opinion. I'm relatively new to this. Um, I, I, I welcome any feedback, and I always pass it on. But personally, I think if a drop, if you get, if you, once you start getting past about more than ten drops, it starts to get, you know, the price you get in relation to the amount of time and aggravation. I, I personally find it doesn't work out. But horses for courses on that score. Um, Oh, the other question from Martin Claudio. What he said, jobs you sometimes, if they pick up now and deliver in three days' time. I don't find too many of those. I find a lot of them like picking up today and dropping off the next day. And that's kind of cool. If you're picking up in the evening, dropping off in the morning, that's lovely because you know you've got a job on. You can give, you can quote a little bit extra for overnight. If you've got storage or if it's a small van and it's just a package, you want to bring it in, keep it safe in your house, that's fine as long as you transport it safely. If you want to leave it in the van, that's fine. But then it depends on where you park your van and how much risk it is. I mean, we have a compound, we have an electronic gate and we have lock gates. We, we've done a proper... But, um, yeah, that, that, ours are safe, like, you know. But um, it depends on you on that score. Um, yeah, sort of... If it's three days, you've got to cost it. I mean, I've had ones where I've had to deliver the film sets where I've got to pick up at 10 o'clock in the morning and deliver the next day, early in the morning, um, and I've charged them like 250 quid for it because I said, the problem is I can get one job before I pick up and then that blocks my van for the whole day. And the price for a Luton van for a whole day, we put about 250 pounds. So, and in fairness... They were happy enough for that. They paid it, and they they asked to come back. So, it, it's you can negotiate with the shippers. They'll pay what they'll pay. They'll, they'll pay if they like you, and it depends how much money they've got on the job because obviously they can't sell it on to you if they haven't got enough dough. But it really is. It's another one of those negotiation things. I always say, quote the money that you're happy to do the job for. They'll say yes or no. Uh, but I mean, do be careful. I mean, we've had a few lately where we've had some very low quotes in. Uh, from our firm, uh, but they basically were people on return jobs and uh, backloads, and we haven't to educate them. <laughs> you know, guys, even though you want the job, there's there's cheap and there's silly cheap. So yeah, this is something I'm having to deal with. Uh, what else is going on out there? Um, yeah, the hands-free problem. Uh, Steve Davis, he says, there's no problem with the hands-free. Because you can, you've got your plug-in in your ear thing. Oh, uh, Ray, thanks very much for the, um, the text. He's got one that he said I should try some Plantronics thing. I might try it. I'm still happy with my plug-in, but I might try it if it's any good. I'll let you know. Um, he said, but the problem is, and uh, it's fair enough. He said, what happens when it's text only? What if they're just online quotes only? And he, and he says, and you're sitting there, and the job pings up, and these jobs sell fast. So you're sitting there, maybe trying to work out how much money you've got to quote on the job and um, navigating around about and at the same time you're trying to do it on your, and he says 
how many of us actually pull over, stop, think about it, and quote it. And it, in fairness, he has he spotlighted a problem there, which in the fact is, obviously, we all have to be safe. We all have to be legal. You, you're crazy if you're doing that thing. You're £200 fine plus six points. But at the same time, if every time you pull over to a lay-by, you work it out, you electronically quote it, or go to el- electronically quote it, and it says sold, at what stage do you think this is costing me money? Now, that is all down to your individual consciousness. How you play that one is up to you, but he's dead right. It is a problem in the fact that there's something in in the system where if you do it correctly, you're kind of getting... You're, you're, it's, it, it's giving you a handicap. I, I don't know the answer to it. Um, I don't ever recommend anybody takes chances on the road. Like I say, you can hurt yourself, you can hurt someone else. You know about that lorry driver, he ended up with 11 years. So... You guys, you've got to be careful and you've got to be safe, but it is a problem. If you're going to be safe, it can cost you money, but I presume better that than the alternative line, you know? So, but yes, Steve, it's a very good point. Well made. Um, what we got here? Barrack, Bacalema, and Panda Drone, what size van? Guys, again, there's a video on this. Now, the truth of the matter is, it's horses for courses. Some people love the small van, very economical, and if you're clever about it, you can make good money in a small van. Also, a lot of the jobs on the exchange are small van. Medium to long wheelbases, uh, you don't get that many jobs for medium to long wheelbase, but if you do, if it's weight on a pallet, two pallets weighing 12, 1,300 kilos, 1,400 kilos, you can carry them on small, medium, wheelba- uh, medium long wheelbases. Can't on a Luton, it's too heavy. Luton, you're looking at maybe a ton, if you're lucky. Um, Luton's Luton with curtains, so I do any job you like. I'm a, I'm a Luton fan. I was born in Luton. <laughs> this is true. Um, but at the end of the day, it's horses for courses. There's a video that outlines it's better. I don't want to keep repeating myself on the Sundays, you know, so hopefully that'll fill you in. Again, just my opinion. At the end of the day, um, all I'm doing is what I say, the world the way I see it and sharing what you guys tell to me. But at the end of the day, choice is yours. Pay your money, take your choice, as Francis Rossi says. Good man. Uh, what we got here? Davey in Wonderland. Um, right, yeah, we're on the diesel thing. Right. The mix between supermarket... Di- Davey says, do the supermarket diesel. A lot of people are saying this. Do the supermarket diesel. Maybe once in a while put 20 quid in of the posh one or once every three tanks, I think uh, Ken said every three tanks put in a decent one um danny richardson says red x i'm just going to tell you what everyone said oh by the way i did put that diesel stuff in the little bottle hang on we'll come to that uh the big one i put in and i didn't get no engine warning lights but it where, is it doing anything anyway we'll come to that as well uh danny richardson says red x once a month and he also says that at costco they use the same additives that they do at shell so maybe that's the way forward I've often thought about this Costco thing because you can get coffee and cat food really cheap and there's one not too far off. Well, I think they're building one in Watford and there's one... Oh, I can't even remember. Oh, no, they're building one in Stevenage. There is one in Watford. So I might think about the Costco thing. But then again, if I've got to drive to there to get the fuel, kind of doesn't really work out. Um, but if you've got a Costco near you, bing bong. Um, Lloyd J. He recommends Moly, M-O-L-Y, diesel injector cleaner. He says he puts it in once every two months. Well, that's attractive because it means you're not doing it all the time. And he says he's getting 530 miles per tank. I don't know what kind of van he's driving, but well done, you. Um, and he says it's a German brand with amazing reviews. So maybe something to check out online there, guys. Moly, diesel injector cleaner. Um, Howard Can, he says, um, 
the high-end diesel, you know, them Ultima diesels, the ones for if you've got a, a diesel sports car, like, um, he says they're basically the standard fuel plus a load of additional cleaners, so maybe that might be the way forward for you. You know, use your cheap diesel and then once every two or three, three or four fuelings, put in the ultimate one. It's going to cost you a few quid, but if it keeps your injectors clean, keeps you, you get more miles to gallon and it saves, saves your engine, it's got a better way forward, maybe. I don't know. You, you pick your way. Um... Yeah, that's another question I thought to myself. Now, I've got to check this one out myself, which is because we've got the fuel cards and I'm, one, we, I'm filling up with standard diesel, but I want to know if I fill up with a, with a posh diesel, we've got UK fuel cards and we've got BP fuel cards, and if we fill up with a posh diesel, will that charge me crazy money or will that charge me the same money as a standard diesel? Because if it's going to charge me the same money as a standard diesel, I might as well just use the fuel card, fill up with a super posh diesel to make, make your van go faster, which it won't do, um, and then keep it clean. So that's something I'm going to try and find out myself. And if, I, if you know, please tell me. And otherwise, I'll um, once I've worked it out, I'll get back to you. Uh, what else we got here? Gary John Baker. Again, everyone sharing their experiences. Thanks very much. He says he's been driving for 37 years. He's never used any additives and mainly used supermarket fuel. He says it's usually down to the way the fuel is stored and managed. He, and like, you know, sometimes when you go to the site, the tank is going to pour it in. Sometimes it's managed well. Sometimes it's managed badly. Now, I don't know it's true, but I do know, and I did question it at the time, my mate Big Dave, um, he said he always had trouble when he filled up with a particular garage in London. And it's basically, it's um, it's an archway. It's a big one around about an archway. I'm not trying to rubbish the garage. I don't know if this is true. This is just Dave's opinion. And he said every time I put the motor in there and I put fuel in it, it you know, I had fan problems. And now I don't imagine that they're buying cheap diesel or bringing the diesel from anywhere. But there is the possibility that what Gary John Baker is, says is true. That if you find a garage where, but the, you know, if the fuel is stored badly, that's going to cause you the problems. Again, how do you find out? How do you actually, you know? But yeah, so, um, yeah, okay. Uh, Doozer said that K2 bottle I've got is too small to do a DPF clean. So he said K2 are like, um, they do a lot of good car shiny products, but their engine products he, he doesn't recommend. So I haven't used it yet. I don't know what I'll do. I might just chuck it in and see what happens or just leave it. Use it on the car or something. Um, and C11 Yan, as usual, coming, you know, is always with the last word goes to you, my friend, hey, in, which is he says, he says, the main ingredient in diesel injector cleaners is something called 2EHN. Google it. And there was some legislation about this. He said, if the sole market leader is 2EHN, he says, so basically anything that they sell you as a diesel injector cleaner is 2EHN with their label on the front of it. And so the question is, how much? Two each UHN is in the bowl, and he says there's one out there called Miller's Echo Max, that is 99% two EHN, and Ian who does know his stuff as well um, recommends that one. I think the problem is, at the end of the day, you've got no frame of reference. You're shoving this stuff in your van. You don't know if it's good or bad. If I buy the diesel from there, is it a good garage? Is it a bad garage? Is it stored correctly? If I do the posh diesel, is it actually charging me more money? Is it making any difference? The only way you can possibly look at it is how many miles a gallon you're getting out. And then, 
how much difference is it going to make? I think you guys, you've got all the information there. You've had everybody else's advice and everyone else's forepanic. And thank you very much for contributing. Always appreciated. I think at the end of the day, you've got to choose. I will probably, I'm going to go and check out to see if I pay extra money for putting Ultima in. Because if I don't have to pay extra money for putting Ultima in, I'm just going to use Ultima. If not, I think personally, no disrespect to anybody, I'm going to go with that Miller's Ecomax because it's 99% of something that someone else has researched for me. Because I'm, well, I say I'm too damn lazy, but I'm always working. <laughs> I was delivering this morning. I'm delivering tomorrow. I'm delivering on Monday. I'm delivering. It's what I do. Anyway, that's it. Sunday's Q&A on a Saturday. Uh, sorry if it's put you out of bonk. Um, but in the meantime, hopefully you're back to normal next week. Might get, I had a weekend off over the bank holiday. That was kind of fine. So Anyway, and I've got the rest of the afternoon off. So I'm going to go and... No, it's too early to have a beer. Maybe do some good on him. Okay, guys, that's it. Thanks for listening. Take care, take money. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.